no, this is not my life. I'm 22. This can't be the end. I mean, and I had a pillbox that was bigger than my head. I had to take AM, PM, like I had this cocktail of all this, you know, injections, um, steroids, all, I mean, it was horrible. Hailer, it was, you name it, it right? Yeah. yeah everything, it everything. Burned holes in my stomach. Um, and who knows what the long-term effects that had on my body. Um, but I know that I took control of that. And within a year, it took me, I took off, I got off, excuse me, I got off of all of the medication. Um, and I didn't quite realize at the time what I was doing. Um, it was really survival mode. Um, and, and now that I look back at this journey, um, people kept asking me like, why do you run? I started with one light post, one light post. I just kept, I wanted to move my body when I could. You are listening to the Heath Fluids podcast, and we're having candid and actionable conversations about your health, relationships, business, and ministry. And now here's your host, the second chance coachman, Michael David Huey. Welcome to another session of the Heath Fluids podcast. It's starting to get really hot in Florida. And I can know it because because I, I and actually I said this to Crystal a couple, when we were talking, I think about a week ago that we had all this rain and I was just really tired of the rain. Right. And so now I'm really tired of it already being like, you know, 80 degrees when you wake up in the morning or whatever. Right. And I kind of liked it. I was just in Chicago and it was really nice in the mornings. Like I got up and went for a walk. There's a little exercise park behind us where you can literally play music and then you can do sit-ups and you can do squats and you can do step-ups and you can do dips. And I would go out there and it was like 58 degrees. And I was like, Yes. And then when I got back home, I realized that I was back to reality. But one of the things I really like about Florida is, is I can play golf year round, uh, even when it's cold. When it's cold here, it's about like it was when I was in Chicago. So I think I can count on two hands how many times it's actually been below 40 since I've been living here. Um, And I think like three or four of them was like three or four days in a row, like last year. Right. So I'm really grateful that you guys are going to get to hear my guest today. I'm excited that God puts people in our path right when we need it, right? And um, I've been really praying about this. I said this on in Clubhouse this morning. That's how I met Crystal. I, one of the really cool things I like about, about Clubhouse is that um, we can take conversations outside of there and really just have real meaningful conversations, right? And be able to connect with people. And, and so, uh, I just was really, I just really liked what she had to say. I liked what she was doing. Uh, I wanted to put on some events. She had just put on an event. Um, and I'm always learning. Like, I believe that we never should stop learning. I spent one year in John Maxwell's mastermind. I think he's the greatest leadership development coach in the world. And, and literally because he's still in his seventies and he's still working and he's like, I don't have to be working. I'm working because I want to be working. I want to impact people, right? And um, I always said this to my, I, I, uh, my, when my grandmother passed away too suddenly, she got, she got basically a staph infection from a hospital, which that's a whole different story that I could go down the line with. But she would have been 106 this last year. And I always thought she would live to be 100, right? And I, I, the, one of the reasons why I wish she would have, because I would have loved for her to have met my wife, right? Like just being able to meet people that she said you should look for when you're looking for someone to partner with in biz. She used to tell me all these people, you know, look for this and look for that and 
Sometimes I missed it. I'll be honest. Sometimes I missed it, but I don't think that I've missed it with the person that you're about to hear. I believe that you're going to, she's going to impact your life. Um, she is a military veteran, which I love. And she's kind of, that's kind of windling down to a, a little bit of a close here very soon, which I know she's excited about. Um, and she should be because she spent 20 years in the military. Thank you for your service because, uh, and then another thing that I, I, I told her, I don't tell a lot about her story because I want her to tell her story, but she's done like 25 marathons, right? Like, uh, I'm, I, <laughs> and, and I told her this, I was a sprinter, a hurdler and a high jumper, right? Like, and, and then I went on to train marathon runners, which was the weirdest thing, right? And triathletes and track athletes. But she, you know, she's, she's a leadership consultant. She's an author. She, she has a passion. And I love this. She has a passion to make sure that people empower themselves every single day. And, and her, her time frame is 34 minutes every single day, right? And so I, 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 I'm doing this kind of... It's not, I did 75 hard before, but I wanted to do something a little bit more challenging for a shorter period of time. So I'm doing 45 days of what I call 45 for me. Okay. And not, not to say, Hey, look, I did 75 hard or whatever I did. I'm doing it 45 for me. And I started yesterday. Um, and every time I do it in day two, it's just super rewarding. Like I, I do things. And so, um, I'm super encouraged by my guests. I'm super encouraged for you guys to hear. So welcome Crystal Lord Cruz to the Heatfluence podcast. I'm super excited to hear from you today. Welcome my friend. Thank you. So great to be here. Oh my gosh. I love that. And congratulations on day two. Yes. Day two. I, when I did, uh, it's funny when I did 75 hard with my wife, cause I'd already did it before myself. Um, I was at home in Ohio and, um, we were on day 60. Okay. And as you know, and I think Crystal knows me well enough uh, kind of now to know that I'm pretty, I'm, I'm, I try to be a man of integrity. Like I do everything by the books. I, I, I I'm, I'm reporting to God, not to man. Right. And, and he's watching every step I do. Right. And, 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 and um, it was, and, and I had my tennis shoes on. It was really nice. I was going to go for a walk. It was like 60 degrees outside. And I was going to go for my 45 minute last workout outside that day. And it was like, it was like, it was like 1030 quarter till 11. And my wife's like, just put your shoes on and go now. And I said, okay, I put my shoes down and I laid down, which was not a good idea. And I woke up at 1206. And I was like, oh no, oh no, you have to do it in the same day. And my wife's like, no, just go. And I was like, no, I can't. Now, I will say this. I went on and finished, but it wasn't the same because I felt like I kind of fell short one day, right? And you're supposed to start all the way over, but I just wanted to finish to support my wife. And, and I've, done it, I've done it twice for 90 days, um, which it's super rewarding when you do something, not just by yourself, but with other people. And so I want people to hear about your journey. Like there's, I, I've heard it. A little bit, but I'm really excited to hear all of it. I actually have a pencil. I have your bio, and I'm going to take some notes because I told I told I told her I I said, look, she's like, do you have a, a like a, a preview of how you do it? And I said I used to, and then I got corrected by some of my friends and said, why don't you just do a fireside chat? Like, sit down, like you're having a cup of coffee. I'm I'm actually having a no tropic. I'm drinking right now, and then you just you just listen, right? I, I think as you hear, and this is what I'm going to do, because this is what my grandmother always told me to do, two ears and one mouth. The more you listen, 
the better you get. And then I'll ask a couple questions like she always told me to do. And then I'll listen, right? So tell us about you. Tell us about who you are, like where you came from, like your experiences in the military and stuff like that. And, and, and your life has been, God has really taken you through a journey to get you to this place to where you are now. And uh, I told her this, I said, I think the greater days of her life are ahead of her, the impact that not only she's going to make with her experiences that she's went through, but the partnerships and the connections and things that she's going to do. So share away, my friend. Wow. Um, Big shoes to fill. Um, Thank you so much. So I'm Crystal Cruz and I am the proud CEO and owner of the Cruz Coach and Cruz Beyond Limits Consulting. Um, So as you mentioned, my passion is to really help um, men and women put themselves first for 34 minutes a day. Um, So that is a big goal, a big mission to have so many people really just um, recognize how they're a leader in their life and how they show up in the world and the legacy that they want to leave um, and the way they want to live. And many times when we... um, when we're servant leaders and we put our put everyone else first and we do all the things and you know just we all have 24 hours in a day right we wish so we had more I, sometimes right yeah and so many times we just are left depleted and um you mentioned my journey throughout my journey one of the things that i've recognized is when i wasn't putting myself first and i was just going a million miles a minute and not stopping to honor not only where I am in in the journey, but also, um, you know, God's plan and and that part of it. And then also where I'm going and then reflecting. So that's where the four minutes comes in. So I'd love to share more about that. But um, yeah, 20 years in the military, I'm about to retire in August. But um, yeah, it's when you talk about the, um, you know, kind of the legacy that you're leaving um, and and how I really my journey is just beginning. Um, I've been on this uh, personal growth journey for probably the last, I would say, um, more intense in the last five years. Um, I've been through a lot of transition throughout my life, but it really started um, in 2005 at the height of my NFL career and the start of my military career. Um, I was diagnosed with rheumatoid arthritis uh, very early on in my military career. Um, I spent six months in a wheelchair and um, I, was in a, it was, I was in a tough place and I'm not five foot yet, so I can only grow sideways um, when you take endless amounts of medication. She doesn't look five foot, by the way, for those of you, <laughs> those of you listening. I always told her that when, when I, I did this really funny thing with her last week, I did a BMR calculator with her and I was like, you know, how tall I think she was going to say five, six or whatever, you know, most runners are pretty tall. Right. And she said like, I think five foot or four eleven or something, four, four 11, 11 and yeah, three quarters. 11 and, yeah. three quarters. <laughs> and I was like, stop lying, Crystal. So yeah. Yeah. Big fun in a little package. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Yeah. That's what I, I, I agree. I agree. So it was just a challenge. And um, so that's why I love to help people um, really shorten that time frame of the self-doubt and um, really the resilience and the recovery process. Um, and I, what I found through that process, that journey was um, the power of movement, power of mindset, um, the recovery process, 
And then the community. Um, I didn't always have the right people on my side. And the people, unfortunately, in my household were my biggest enemies. Um, so um, I help a lot of people um, in the community, um, bringing community together um, so that you don't feel alone. Um, so that's really my three pillars for my business are fitness, mindset, and community and connection. So um, that's that's what my my pillars and my values are really founded from. Awesome. So, uh, what? Tell me about from two thousand five on. Let's talk about that because I do want to get into the thirty four minutes and where that came from. But tell me like what's happened like because th- th- those of you when you see the little clips that we show and things that we do and we're going to eventually put these on YouTube and do some other really cool things with it. Um, I'm going to, I just recently moved it more towards a faith-based podcast, which I think more people are looking, more people are trying to figure out their faith, right? Like I, I, I said this, you know, uh, recently when one of my very good friends passed away and he was raised, uh, Jewish. And then he started one of the largest, uh, preventative abortion clinics in the world. And, uh, about a month before he died, he said, Mike, uh, we had say we had saved enough babies from abortion to fill Wembley stadium in England, mm-hmm. which was hundreds. If you, you just close your eyes and imagine saving that many babies that were from being murdered. Right. And, uh, his mother was the only woman to come out of her concentration camp, um, with, with her ovaries. They had a flyover and 800 some women, had had their ovaries taken and her, his mom was the only one to birth a son. And then he went on to me to be one of the greatest Christians, completed Jews, I call them, um, because they've accepted Christ and realized that the Messiah is already here. Um, and, and, and what's powerful about that is that that's what it says. Faith is the substance that things hope for, but the evidence of things not seen. Right. And so talk about that. Like what's happened? Like, you got RA 2005 happened and what's happened in the last 17 years that's radically got you to this point? Um, well, I think the biggest thing is um, really tapping into um, your being intuitive with my own body, really recognizing and not taking no for an answer. Um, you know, there were so many doctors and people that told me um, that I was going to be on medication for the rest of my life, um, that I had to take all this medication to offset the, the side effects of the other. And, um, and, and so I just felt very um, confused and frustrated and um, not in control. And, um, you know, we know our bodies the best. And I think from there, I, it, I just started to learn more about um, how the body and the brain um, processes um, food and trauma and stress. And um, I, I, literally, you know, physically and figuratively crawled my way out of the the hell that I was in really, to be honest. And you were um, young too. You were young I was too. 22. Um, I was in my NFL career. Like I literally was, I did a runway show for spirit Halloween store on November 31st. I'll never forget it. November 31st, 2005. I woke up the next morning and my right baby toe was about this big bright red. And they're like, Oh, you got an ingrown toenail. Stop wearing those shoes. And, you know, just go sit in the corner. And I had heard that. I just heard that way too many times, not only from leaders, but people that were close to me. Um, and that was the, the last straw. And I'm like, no, I'm going to not take no for an answer. And I'm going to learn about my body. I'm going to do the right things to get out of this 
this situation that I was in. So um, I got rheumatoid arthritis for dummies. Um, I read, I, I researched anti have everything for dummies diets. nowadays, right? They have they everything did. for dummies. Yeah. Well, well, in 2005, there really wasn't, I mean, I did, we, we didn't have a lot of internet. Nope. There was no social media. I couldn't, you know, go Facebook. Hey, Facebook world, you know, I'm Help. struggling. Help me. No, there was, I was stuck. Um, I couldn't, I was living in a loft area um, in this house. And I'll never forget the kitchen was downstairs. So I had to go down a flight of stairs. There were like 30 steps and I couldn't even walk to even get to the kitchen to eat. Um, so it was just a really, really difficult time. And um, so I did a lot of research. I, I didn't take no for an answer. I stalked my doctors. It was almost to the point where um, my family was going to ship me to the Cleveland clinic um, because they wouldn't test me. They, they didn't know what was wrong because I was 22 and, you know, I'm not old and not young. So I didn't fit the mold. And I'm, I was an NFL cheerleader. Like I was the a fit and active. And um, so it just didn't make sense. Um, and it didn't make sense to me either. Um, so it took me an entire year. Um, they actually tried to kick me out of the military um, because of the medication that I was on. Um, and I was like, no, this is not my life. I'm 22. This can't be the end. Man. I mean, and I had a pillbox that was bigger than my head. I had to take AM, PM, like I had this cocktail of all this, you know, injections, um, steroids, all, I mean, it was horrible. Hailers, and it was, you name it, it right? Yeah. yeah everything, it everything. Burned holes in my stomach. Um, and who knows what the long-term effects that had on my body. Um, but I know that I took control of that. And within a year, it took me, I took off, I got off, excuse me, I got off of all of the medication. Um, and I didn't quite realize at the time what I was doing. Um, it was really survival mode. Um, and, and now that I look back at this journey, um, people kept asking me like, why do you run? I started with one light post, one light post. I just kept, I wanted to move my body when I could. Um, when it felt good and it just it kind of snowballed from there, turned into, and I was a sprinter and a hurdler in high school and college. I was, uh, you know, trying to, are you trying to tell me something? Are you trying to tell me something? <laughs> I'm just kidding. Hey, there's hope. There's hope. One light post at a time, one mile at a time. On my bicycle. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah, <laughs> I'm a huge bicycler. So I'm going to do a hundred miles this year on my birthday in July. Ooh, awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love biking too. Yes. So, so talk about this, talk about like some of the things you've done now, like over those time frame, like the marathons and getting married and all those things. Talk about some of those things that you've done now over this past, well, basically since God gave you your life back and got you out of that wheelchair and off all those meds, tell me what's transpired and some of the good things that you've done since then. Yeah, well, I um, I finished my MBA. Um, I got out of that toxic relationship that I was in, um, and I was really just building my military career, um, traveling to amazing beaches all over the world, <laughs> um, just doing what I love, and you know, just one one step at a time. I rebuilt um, my body again and started with a five k, then it was a ten k, then a half marathon, then a full marathon. 25 marathons later, here's all my marathons. Yes. There's my you, 50 For those miles. of you just listening, she's got this whole wall of metal. <laughs> <laughs> and let me tell you, it's, a, it's, 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 it's pretty wide. It's pretty tall and pretty wide. It might even be taller than her. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> it's pretty Insane. tall. It's, yeah. and, and, you know, and this is why I talk about the 34 minutes, because um, 
I kept going over and over and I just, it was like, what's next? Um, this momentum has been growing for so many years and I didn't always stop and smell the roses and I wasn't always happy of where I was. There was one point where I ran eight marathons in a, in a year and it was never good enough. I wasn't oh, happy. Um, I never really stopped to reflect and say, Hey, I did this. Um, so this is what I help a lot of my clients with now um, because I just skipped over. I mean, this is amazing. I'm so proud of it. Um, and it's a great representation of every step and every, you know, all, all of the great things that I've done. Um, but I didn't always stop and, and really enjoy the process along the way. Um, my wife so, says that all the time. Stop and smell the roses. Slow down before you can speed up. Right. So when did you get, when did you meet your husband? Talk a little bit about that. Like that. Journey. I met my husband uh, eight years ago when he moved to Buffalo, which is where I'm originally from. Um, so we met through a nonprofit organization, team red, white, and blue. Um, it's a, it's an amazing organization for, um, to enrich the lives of veterans through social and physical activity. Um, so I was running that chapter um, and I organized a, a veterans event and he attended, he lived across the street. So um I ended up training him for his first full marathon within a, a month and we started dating, doing long runs. And um, that was the end of that. That was the end of that. And so um, he's run five marathons so far. He likes the half distance and the 5K distance because he's a bodybuilder. Yeah, I, like um, him. I like him already. So, I like him already. Yeah. That's, that's <laughs> I like him already. He's like this. So he's the best cheerleader though. Um, and five years ago, we moved away from Buffalo. So we've moved four times in the last five years. Um, and so that has brought a, a whole level of challenge when it comes to community and building my business. Um, you know, if you were to, you know, rewind, um, there was a lot of struggle that came from, um, you know, from that transition. I was active duty for almost 10 years. And wow. then within two months, we had to move away from everything. Um, and so that brought a whole new level of change. Um, and we really grew together through that process and started building our business together. So we have actually, um, we have another um, real estate company as well. So we not only do health and wellness together, but we um, also invest in real estate. So awesome. um, yeah, so we're, we're a team and it's been an amazing, uh, amazing journey. Um, it hasn't come without struggles. Um, but I think that that really is, you know, part of God's plan is he puts things in, in our way to, uh, to show us how strong we are and, 100%. and the gifts that we can, uh, that we can give and pour into others uh, so through so our, through our story. No. And I think it's so good. You know, um, I'm constantly reminded of the scriptures that my grandmother poured into me when I was a kid, she said two are better than one. Right. Um, and, and we don't, we don't have a revelation of that. And then I'm going to dive into the 34 minutes. Cause I'm, I'm really excited to dive into that with you, but you know, and, 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 and Crystal didn't say this, but they moved to Louisville and she, I, I just saw some pictures of her. She was at the Kentucky Derby just recently, which is really funny. I didn't even know that the next race was just this past weekend. And then I noticed that the, the, the horse that won the Kentucky Derby wasn't even in this race. And I was like, wow, that's weird. I never seen that before in my life. It's usually somebody trying to win the triple crown. Right. And a, a horse that was 80 to one won the other one. Right. And, Crystal got to go and put on a hat and and do all the fun things, and, and I think what we re we don't realize that the you know um, God created marriage right, um, and and He said the two are better than one. He said that the man and uh, you know leave your mother and father and cleave to your spouse. He said a strand of three cords is not likely broken. I get goosebumps every time I talk about it because 
it's important that we know, and, and that scripture goes on and says, pity the person who falls down and has no one there to help them up. And I think what we forget is, is we look sometimes people in general, <coughs> excuse me, they look to the struggle, right? They don't look to the parts to where that person that's there supporting you. And I commend Crystal too, because you know most people, when they've been in the military for 20 years, they just retire and go on and try to enjoy life, right? Like just, they, they're just going to retire, right? Like I'm going to go travel and do what I want, but she has a passion to change the world and to step into that and really do that. And I, I, I commend that because there's a lot of times in our life that, you know, um, I'm a big believer in multiple streams of income um, because, you know, what if the real estate market closes or like, like it has in 2008, right? Like, um, you know, the, uh, we wanted to move into the, and I wish I would have did it a year ago. We wanted to move into the villages up here in, 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 in Florida. And now prices are 30% increased, right? So if it's, if you're, if you're selling, it's great, but if you're buying, it's not great. So, and literally houses like the one beside me, uh, sold in less than 24 hours. Like people are just, you know, if you see something that's decent, you're going to pick it up and buy That's why the sellers are just, you know, making a fortune right now. So, um, I commend that. So let's, let's do this. Let's dive into the 34 minutes. Cause I think it's, it's super important that we kind of understand that because I looked at it and I was, I was like, where did she get 34 minutes from? So <laughs> let's talk about, cause it, it, it really, it, it really speaks to branding and market and it really speaks to who she is. She created something that is, was upon her heart and now she teaches it to other people. You know, I shared this with, with Crystal one day, it was the shield in my logo, right? And, and a lot of people don't see the arrow in between the he pointing up to God, right? They're like, I never. And then what do you think they focus on every time they're on a call with me after that? The shield. And what is the shield? The shield is the shield of faith, right? And, it, and it's he fluence. People thought it was men originally, which we, we kind of thought it was going to be. But, but the he is God, like he being God, right? My wife has the she fluence uh, one, you know, and so... I think that's super important that we are consistent in our message. Um, and, and I, you know, I, I, I got asked to do some paid reels on, on Instagram and I was like, why? Like, I don't want to do it. Right. And I started doing it. And I just started seeing our Instagram, like, like blow up like 10, 15,000 views on things. Right. And people like, we just, my, my VA is like, um, I'm putting like three to 500 names in this database every month. I'm like, yeah, no, I can't keep up with them. I'm only going to see like 20 people a week, but I think that's important. So dive in and tell me a little bit about like what the 34 minutes, where it came from and, and how you use it to impact people's lives. Yeah. So the 30 minutes, first of all, the 30 minutes is movement. Um, So whether it be walking, biking, hiking, yoga, CrossFit, whatever it is to get the body moving, 30 minutes of movement per day. Um, Through COVID, uh, the gym shut down. So I started streaming online boot camps. So I'm a kickboxing instructor and HIIT uh, trainer. So I do, I stream three times a week, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday. Everything's recorded in this amazing community of women. Um, They're 30 minute sessions, no equipment. So because I traveled so much throughout the military, um, I'm always, my bags are always packed. I'm always in a hotel room. I don't have the means to get to a gym all the time. Um, So I created these boot camps for 30 minutes. 
So you can get your heart rate up. You can shed and, and live a healthy lifestyle out of the privacy of your own home. All you need is a yoga mat and a water bottle and a sweat towel because you can sweat yeah. and a positive I've attitude. I've seen Crystal after these workouts. So <laughs> with their hair up sweating. So yeah. Yeah. yeah this is the it. most you, most put together you've seen me. It looks great. So yeah, no, I've seen it and I think it's important. So yeah. So go ahead. Yeah. So 30 minutes of movement per day, um, really just dedicating that time, scheduling it and setting that time, that time aside, um, because when we can move our body, it changes the brain chemicals and allows us to have more energy to fuel us so that we can pour into everyone else. Right. So 30 minutes is really just a small, small fraction when you can wrap your head around, I could do 30 minutes. Um, it just makes it, it chunks it down. So it's, it's a little bit more manageable, um, rather than, I mean, obviously I'm a marathon runner, so I run for hours at a time sometimes, yeah. um, but not everyone is training for a marathon. Some people are just training for life. And my, my, the biggest thing that I can, um, offer is 30 minutes of movement. If nothing else, you know, walk around the block for 30 minutes, go up and down your stairs around your building, do whatever you can for 30 minutes doesn't have to be my workouts. If it is great, we're going to have some fun. We're going to sweat together. I make fitness fun and engaging. And I coach on the mindset through it um, because I think many times um, we, we tend to quit uh, when, when things get hard. Um, so I'm an emotional intelligence facilitator as well. So I know what the brain does under stress and trauma and we, it keeps us safe. So um, that 30 minutes of nonstop movement um, can not only generate so much greatness in our brain and, and confidence, um, but it gets us sweating and it gets it, what I say cruise beyond limits is the limits that we place on ourselves or other people place on us. So we do hard things. We kind of stretch our limits so that we're not panicking. Yes, it's hard, but that's where we grow. Right. And um, so that's what I love to train people to do is just to like, dedicate that 30 minutes of time where they're growing and learning about themselves and their body. Awesome. So where's the four minutes come in? <laughs> Great question. <laughs> um, well, you knew I was going to uh, ask, like, come on, like, come on. <laughs> yes. It seems so easy. Do it for 30 minutes. Right. But I think a lot of people don't plan for it. And so they let life happen um, or they're, you know, the kids get in the way, the business gets in the way, their email gets in the way, the text messaging, the social media, or I know I've spent like six hours on clubhouse and I'm like, what happened to the day? Um, and I've met so many great people and I didn't move my body yet. Or maybe I didn't shower as a multi-passionate <laughs> entrepreneur. Sometimes it's like 4 PM where I didn't do anything for myself yet. Um, so, showering at 4 p.m. Yeah, I get it. Yeah, it, it, sometimes <laughs> I'm, I'm. Hey, let's be real. I'm not. I. Yeah, yeah. I'm honest. We're honest so, here. We're all truly honest here. Okay? I've done it. I did it. When you weeks, have a so business twice. baby or three, um, you know you got to take care of the babies. Yeah. But you have to take care of yourself. And so the four minutes comes from the deep reflection and gratitude. Um, I do a daily um, scripture reading. I do um, so the two minutes in the morning. Um, when I first started, it was four and a half minutes in the morning and then about four minutes in the evening. And I shortened it because I've gotten used to this practice and this habit so much where I start my day with gratitude um, and goal setting. I have an I am statement, a mantra that, I, um, that I'm focusing on. One of my 10 aspirations, um, big lofty goals that I focus on each day. And then I uh, set my priority list, time block my day. Um, I actually 
published a, a 90 day life planner. So this maps it all out. So I have it into a very tight system. Um, and then I put, I bring relationship into my day as well. Who needs me at a hundred percent and who can I make smile each day? Um, yes. <laughs> so that's the two minutes in the morning. Um, literally when you can create that, it just starts your day in such a great space. And oh, by the way, it, you know, I can do it with a nice cup of coffee. Um, and then it just sets the whole, um, the whole day up so that I can go in, um, more in a, um, a proactive space rather than reacting to what's happening in my email or the stressors of life um, or the challenges that come in. The other two minutes is at the end of each day. Um, because like I said, many times I never stop to smell the roses and really reflect. And so I didn't give myself credit a lot of times for all the, the, the work that I was doing. And I was always focused um, on how, how much farther I had to go. And I do this a lot with my running clients is like, don't focus on what, how much you have left of the race to run. It's how far have you come so far in your journey and take, let's take a snapshot of all the things that are going on in your life and say like, Hey, the weather wasn't great today. Maybe you've been traveling, like your nutrition was off. Maybe you've been lacking sleep. Like let's give yourself credit for all the things that you're showing up for um, and so it takes that intentional reflection at the end of each day to say, Hey, what, what went right today? And what do we need to work on? What got in the way and what can we do better tomorrow? Love it. So that really is just two minutes at the end of each day, just to say, yes, I I'm, I'm on the right track or this is it. how I can be better tomorrow. I love it. I love it. I, I start my morning every morning with just saying good morning to God, right? Love Jesus. And just thanking him for the day praying with my wife, you know, encouraging her, um, you know, and, and, and I do the same thing at the end of the day. One of my, one of my good friends, his name is Theo Koulianis Jr. Um, I'm very close with his father and, and his brother, Michael has a huge ministry here in Orlando. And he said, I start my every day with every, every morning, which is saying, good morning, Jesus. And at nighttime, good night. Right. I think it's, mm -hmm. it's super important. Like we acknowledge the person that created us in our mother's womb, right? Like when we have our priorities set and we are intentional, I think I mentioned this to Crystal once before. My word for last year was intentionality. My word for this year was consistency, right? And they go, they go hand in hand, right? Like when you're intentional, it's hard not to be consistent unless you just get out of what Crystal just talked about, right? Like out of a routine. And I, um, if you're watching the, the, the video portion of it, I have a book that I changed the books that I put in my background and I put the book Boundaries up there this month because it's probably been one of the top five or top three books besides the Bible that I've read outside of the Bible that have really impacted my life. Another one is Wild at Heart by John Eldridge that I believe every man should read. And then there's another one by Stacey Eldridge, very similar, called Captivating for Women. And uh, my wife actually went to the Captivating Retreat, and I've been to the Wild at Heart Retreat, which is mine was 1,400 men on a, on a, a property in. Atlanta and and all we did was learn to be a better man. And so Crystal, here's the last thing I want to talk about because uh, I, my paper is getting full over here. So <laughs> I'm just saying, but that's because I'm excited. So um, let's finish talking about community because I've been really in this in this season of a lot of prayer, 
a lot of walking. Cause I think when people, I think people have a misconception and this is not to judge anybody in what they do. I just think sometimes that we need to be stretched, right? We need to be able to run a marathon. We need to be able to get up out of a wheelchair. We need to be able to tell the doctors, no, we need to be able, I mean, the, the, the title of the book is boundaries, but it says when to say yes and how to say no. Mm. Right. And how to, and then it says to take control of your life there. I, I, I mentioned Crystal. I had a guy through a codependent relationship that brought another believer into my business and lost a half a million dollars in all of our retirement. That was on me. I had to learn and grow from it. Right. But now I told, mm-hmm. so God is continuing to, to, you know, God owns a thousand cattle on a thousand hill. He taught me about how to learn from the things that we go through and not just continue to backpedal. And I will say this, I learned one, I, I learned one major reason why Crystal is, is on today. And, and I'm, I'm excited for one of my clients to listen to this more than anything. She's 22 and she lives in the UK and she's very similar going through a lot of the things that Crystal's went through. And so I'm excited for her to listen to this because I think she's going to realize just the power of taking one step at a time, whether it's trauma or a brain injury or whatever that is, those are just, um, those are tags. They're not your identity. Uh, I, I believe that you can overcome anything. I, I believe that you can overcome anything that, you know, um, that the devil puts in your way, right? It's just a tag. Your identity is who you become. I've become, I've become in Christ, my identity is hidden in him and who he's allowed me to become, not who Mike wants to become anymore. So I realized, and then I want you to share about community. I realized that um, a lot of people just follow a community because of their emotions or they, they just see people that are really excited and they just blindly follow off to a community. Right. And sometimes that ends up being not very good for us. Right. And I think sometimes what I learned from the boundaries book is, and Bill Hybels writes on the back of it, he says, I wish I would have read this book 20 years ago that the trajectory of my life would have been tremendously different. And for me, I said the same thing the third time I read it, (laughs) like, okay, I got it figured out now, God. Right. And, and I said, Mm -hmm. I said, here's what I want to do. I want to get this right. And he, and he, and he took me back uh, to the scriptures and he said, your latter days of your life is going to be greater than the former days of your life. And he said, and it starts now. Right. And, and I started, because it started in 2022, not the way I thought it would with being sick for the first time in 23 years, but paying for all my bills for the first four months of the year and just a couple of weeks, just how God uses the situation to always bring it back for his good and for our good. So talk about the importance of community, but the importance of a quality community, not just allowing your community to be anybody, but to be people of substance that are protecting you and protecting the people that you connect with. Share a little bit about that. Oh my gosh. This is such a great topic. I love it. I, oh, um, it's a challenging topic when we talk about boundaries and that's one of my, my modules in one of my programs. I have a three month mastermind. And we talk a lot about boundaries because many times when we have big lofty goals, we have to create these habits, right? To create the consistency so we can have the results. Um, And many times what's missing is that community of supporters and cheerleaders that are reaching towards the same goals that you are. And sometimes the people in your household or in your circle aren't always cheering you on. Right. So you kind of have to not only be your own cheerleader, but know who's missing from your network. Um, And I do a lot of leadership training and a lot of what I focus on is values. Um, So really being in alignment of your own values, recognizing what they are, um, and then aligning yourself with other like-minded 
people that share the same values, but may have a difference in opinion, a difference in career. Um, and I think when you think about, you know, stretching yourself, um, finding someone that, you know, you're not always that person for everyone else. Um, and I think a lot of times my, myself trying to find um, a community where, especially as a coach and as an entrepreneur, I'm a helper, I'm a doer. And so finding some a great community where not only I can pour into everyone else and deliver value, um, but we have the same, same shared values to level up our life and our wealth and our health. Um, so that's, that's the community that I seek. Um, and finding people that... Um, not only are on the same trajectory as you, but people that can lift you up and show you the path and show you what's possible. Um, I think it can be intimidating when it comes to community. Um, people are like, Crystal, you have this six pack abs and you're this ultra marathon runner. I could never run with you. I can't hang out with you. You're too much. You're so successful. I can't connect. And it's it creates this barrier. And, and when we're searching for community, I think sometimes... Um, we tend to compare and we and we self we we go into the self-doubt um, of like we're not good enough to limiting you know, beliefs. To, yeah. Yes. So, um, you know, this is what I help a lot of clients with. And when I when I think about community, um, especially as a as I'm an inclusive leadership consultant as well um, in the military and I do other. Um, she does other a lot. Consulting. That's what she's saying. Yeah. She does a lot. So, but creating that inclusive environment where people can come as their true authentic self and say, Hey, I'm struggling and without judgment and knowing that they have a place to go to where they're not going to be judged, where they're going to be uplifted and cheered on and, and be able to be challenged at the same time and inspired. Um, I think that is super critical for everyone and anyone going through um, anything in life, really, whether it be health and fitness or leadership or entrepreneurship, or even just, you know, maybe you're a stay-at-home mom and you need community. Like you need other people that are going to lift you up and um, make you feel that you're not alone um, because we're so much more alike than we are um, not. And we need the power of community and connection to make us feel like, not only that we're not crazy, but we're just, we're, we're not meant to do this life alone. So we, yeah, I agree. I think, no, 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 that's great. You could have kept going. I was just, what I was saying is, is I, I think it's super important because, you know, certain people have certain things. Like for me, I, I, I shared this with you. I work with a lot of, a lot of kingdom minded people. Right. And, mm-hmm. and sometimes you, you know, people will judge you for that. They'll say, well, why don't you work with non-Christians or, and, you know, I have friends of mine that, 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 you know, they work with anybody and everybody that's your choice, right? You, 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 you my calling is different than Crystal's calling, right? Like, you know, uh, I get on and support some of the single mompreneur uh, events on Clubhouse, right? W- with Gina and some of the other people that do that, right? Because I want them to know that just because I'm, you know, working with King, and I told told Chris, I took a, a a client that I just talked about a minute ago, and because God told me to, and if God tells me to do something different, I'm going to be obedient in that, because I believe if we're obedient in the small things. Um, you know, I, I've made a lot of mistakes in my life, right? I've, I've sinned and fallen short of the glory of God, but I, I believe that now I'm in a season where, um, I'm not looking back. I'm not looking back at that. I'm creating a community that's safe. Um, I go against the grain. I believe I'm my, my, one of my really good friends is Eric Thomas, who's a motivational speaker. He's probably one of the greatest motivational speakers in the world because he's a pastor too. Right. 
And uh, we we text at least once a week or every other week. Um, and he loves voice messages. So I always make sure I leave him a voice message because sometimes he'll send me back a video message. He's sitting in his hotel or something. And um, he he sent me a message a couple of weeks ago and he said, hey, I'm going to be in Orlando, but I won't be able to see you and Lisa because I'm going to be doing some stuff with my wife. And I totally respect somebody who values community and friendships. Right. And they let you know up front, like, hey, next time I come, I'm, you know, we're going to connect and do those things. And I think when you when you have that availability, Eric always tells me all the time, you know, um, the the consistency of your message and how you present it allows you to be that. And he always talks about your why, right? Um, and he always, you know, he always says, you know, you have to know your why, and and that's what makes you get up. You, you're not your identity is not attached to. Uh, what people say about you. But for me, now my community is creating a safer place. And I go against the grain. Like I literally do things that are 21st century that people are are like, what's that? Like, you know, I, I looked up this morning and one of my posts had like 30 some DMs about what is this? What are you talking about? Why are you teaching epigenetics and nutrigenomics? We hear it all the time, but really, what is it? Right. And I'm going to do that. I'm not going to just go through life and never change and never see new things and only white label products just because I can make a bunch of money off of it. No, I'm, I want to create a community where people are constantly growing and evolving and changing. And it's about them, not about me. And that's one of the things I, I read a book uh, called The Seven Deadly Sins of Narcissism. And <laughs> I was like, by Sandy Hodge, because if you ever want to read a really good book, um, you will be able to point out n- narcissists in your life because we've all had them. And, 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 and in some way, the book even says a lot of us, the majority of us have some form of narcissism that we've either went through or we've been healed from, or maybe we're still doing it, but we're not a full-blown narcissist. And, and, and I, I, I had had um, a session with a friend of mine that was writing a book on narcissism, and he's the one that told me to read that. And he's like, I used a client to to show people what a full blown narcissist was, right? And 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 so I want to create a community that's safe and effective that allows me to be who I say I am, and to walk in that, to not to be confident. To when I look in the mirror, um, my wife and I we write notes on each other's mirrors, right? Like, and we create these I am statements. You know, you are beautifully and wonderfully made. You are seated at the right hand of God. You, you, you have you, God's given you the desires of your heart, right? And I think when we do that, we create a community that that pushes that out, and other people are are like to that. I, I recently led one of my one of my clients to Christ. Uh, he accepted him and brought him into his heart and, and has and and said he'd probably never go into a church again. Um, and I didn't know this, but later on he shared with me that he was considering suicide. And um, uh, I'm going to have the privilege at the end of next month to go down to Fort Myers and baptize him um, as an adult at 59 years old. So I'm super excited about that. And I think that's what community is all about. You said it, lifting up. There's an old picture on our um uh, my, that my grandmother used to have in a refrigerator was a picture of Jesus reaching down and grabbing the hand of people and pulling them up, right? And I think that that's what we do. You said that that's what you do. So, Crystal, tell us how people can connect with you, how they can find you, how they can get to know you better. Because uh, I'm grateful. I'll just say this: I'm grateful that God allowed our paths to cross, and uh, I'm excited to see what He has for us uh, 
to be able to make an impact in the world together. So tell us how people can connect with you. The best way is um, on all social platforms, Crystal Laura Cruz. It's K-R-Y-S-T-A-L-O-R-E, uh, C-R-E-W-S, not like Tom Cruise, the other one. Um, His new movie's Terry coming Cru- out Friday. Terry Cruz is, <laughs> Terry Cruz is. Oh, yeah, Terry Cruz. Uh, yeah. cousin. Yeah. Um, so that's my I favorite. I love Terry. <laughs> Um, so yes, Chris Laura Cruz or the Cruz coach on Instagram. Um, so I would love to connect and just have a conversation on how we can level up uh, your health and your wealth and, um, just support you in the best way possible. So that's thank awesome. You so much. And we'll have all that in the show notes and everything. So you guys can connect with her and, and her episode is going to go live next week. So, uh, I moved some things around because I really kind of wanted to do some of these. I had a big, I had a big queue. I've done over 110 now, I think, episodes, which has been crazy. I've really enjoyed doing them. Um, every single person I've loved, I've, I, I'd sit and read the comments that people send us about them because I really believe, and I'm gonna want to scale it, you know, soon. And and so um, I say this all the time. I'm so grateful for you. I'm grateful for people that come on and have a beautiful smile and a beautiful heart. And I I, I shared with her, you know. God really loves us and he has a desire for us to prosper and be in good health, even as our soul prospers, right? And I say this as I finish every single podcast, love God, love people and live with passion, vision and purpose, passion, vision and purpose. Until the next episode of the Heave Ones podcast, God bless you all. I'll see you on the next episode. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Heathfluence podcast. We hope you enjoyed. Be sure to rate, subscribe, and leave us a five-star review. And as always, you can follow Michael on all social media platforms at Michael David Huey or www.michaeldavidhuey.com. Until next time, God bless and take care.